you like to binge watch TV, did you know you could binge listen to podcasts? Head over to electronicmediacollective.com where they have podcasts for days. You like podcasts about wrestling? They have that. Do you like podcasts about TV and film? They have that. Do you like podcasts about horror? EMC has that too. Do you like comedy? Do you like books? Guess what? They've got you covered. Head over to electronicmediacollective.com. Pick your favorite podcast today. episode of moose's monster mash the show that knows regardless of size someone's gonna get pissed off if you steal his coin purse i'm your host moose ending these troubled times i hope everyone's practicing their social distancing and proper hand washing and for this episode we're gonna talk about the movie leprechaun but to do that i need a guest host and i decided to bring in a good friend of mine, Matt D. from 60s Reboot Podcast. Matt, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Uh, and it, guys, you need some cards to get here as well as, you know, the magical people. Hey, I could, I could not do this episode talking about my favorite documentary, so I had a special thing Gary. Oh, uh, you know, no. You know, your, your, your little tag-along troll came with you, too. So, hey, wait a minute. I know a troll. You know, there's a troll and a gnome. Gnome troll, what's the difference? Yeah, look at him here, you troll. Well, for those of you who don't know, that's Jerry the Gnome. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm uh, Jerry the Gnome. I got my uh, little podcast with Maggie here. Yeah, yeah, we have our own podcast. Uh, Jerry guests us every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got really cool stuff. Yeah, people are. Uh, this should be interesting. He thinks this it. movie's real. Well, you know, leprechauns—you really can't trust them. They're the—they're the, the true evil of physical creatures. Says a guy whose entire uh, population stands out to protect people's houses. Tell uh, the listeners a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do, man. All right. Well, um, I uh, have two podcasts. I do. One I do is uh, a podcast where we take a look at classic fiction television shows and uh, try to go from that nostalgic uh, standpoint, and then think about recasting it with today's um, actors and actresses, and uh, kind of come up with some script ideas as well. I have a guest host on with me every once in a while. Um, my good friend Jeremy, Jerry, and uh, some of the other podcasters, kind of like that whole, you know, if you listen to podcasts, you podcast yourself kind of thing. In fact, I've had uh, 
Elon Musk on uh, one of our episodes. Did we did Pop Tarts and Colt Forty Five. A rather interesting combination. Breakfast of Champions. And then, uh, <laughs> um, and then after that, I've also got a, another podcast I do with my kids called Comics with My Kids, uh, where we take a look at some comic books that my kids are reading and kind of them, throw them out there so that other parents, our big comic book fans, can uh, share their share their love and passion for comic books. See, kids. you have more patience than uh, I do. Because I, I cannot do a podcast with my kids. I want my kids as far away from me when I'm doing this as possible. <laughs> nice. uh, and then uh, you can get both of those shows on the ENC uh, Pod Network. That's the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network.com. Uh, and man, is that a mouthful. So, Jerry, what do you do? You want to know what I do? I'm Jerry the Gnome. I'm a very typical gnome. I uh, stand in people's yards, and I am not made out of clay or porcelain, as a lot of people think when they think about gnomes. Um, I'm a real magical creature that defends the homes against uh, anything that tries to get in, uh, you know, like your standard uh, uh, hobgoblin, green goblin, octagon. Now, is that home defense, or are you just stalking uh, Really uh-huh. Totally. I mean, I am certified and registered by the um, MDT. Uh, that's the Magical uh, Detecting Technicians, and we we are much better than ADT. We watch your house, you know, forty-eight hours a day because gnomes were small, so you have short little hours. And let's see, what else do I do? I help Matt on his podcast, and I fight never walkies. Know what a jitterwalk is? is isn't that, a, a isn't that the uh, dance group from? Uh, you so you think you can dance? Uh, no, <laughs> it's these little vicious creatures that are about the size. Well, for me, they're about the size of a, a horse, um, and they, uh, they have these jitterwalky farms, and they put them in these little houses, and they kind of run around, cluck a lot. They're vicious creatures. They like to. Pick your eyes out. You gotta watch out for them, Jarrowalkies. So it's a chicken? They're about as bad as. Yeah, some people call them chickens. I call them Jarrowalkies. They're evil. Uh, and then, uh, of course, you know, uh, I'm was in a terrible, terrible war with the leprechauns, but that's uh, that's another story. But, you know, you can check that out on my future podcast, which I eventually get done once I've finished, you know, doing other things for my team. So we, we have Jerry versus the Leprechauns to look forward to in the future, huh? So we're, we're not uh, looking at Jerry versus Trolls. It's Jerry versus Leprechauns? Yeah. Huh. All right. All righty. Let's dive right into this, shall we? Let's talk about the movie Leprechaun sure. from 1993, starring the very lovely and obviously very lovely Jennifer Aniston. And her very lovely shorts. Um, what did you think of the movie, Matt? Um, yeah, it was it was definitely made back in the uh, 1990s. I mean, it was a definitely young Jennifer Aniston and um, a somewhat young Warwick Davis. <laughs> um, definitely, uh, definitely had a lot of nineties effects. You know, I, I guess I remember watching it as a kid, and I thought it was kind of a fun and scary movie. Um, definitely doesn't hold up to today, though. That's that's for sure. Well, it's it, it seems to be kind of frozen in time because where it falls is 
Like, if you look at the evolution of horror, it was right where that, that changeover was happening and that, you know, everyone was trying to get away from the top three, you know, being Freddy, Jason, and Myers. So everyone was trying to do their own thing with, you, you know, you started to see, like, Pumpkinhead was coming out and Puppet Master and Candyman, and then obviously Leprechaun was coming out. So everyone was trying to do different things. And with Leprechaun, it's in a weird spot. There's enough of the 80s left in there to make it cool, but enough of the 90s in there to just kind of make it cheesy. Yeah, it was definitely, they were trying to go for like almost a slasher, but then there was just a little bit of camp in there. Well, and there were a lot of the uh, naive tropes that you just, nobody in their right mind would do. Like when uh, her dad was chasing the quote-unquote cat into the tree stump. You know, most people, animal gets that far down into his tree stump. You're not sticking your arm into its stump. That's where he made his big mistake. You don't stick your hand. You don't stick your hand in a, in a hole on a tree. Anybody with, with a rat mind will tell you that. Well, you shouldn't stick your hand in any uh, unidentified hole. Uh, I that think uh, Augie was hands down my favorite character. Oh, yeah, totally. And every time I see him, I can't help but think of uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. No, I know. It, it was... <laughs> like, the the character setup, though, with all of them were a little weird, because it's... You had... Uh, Ozzy, the kid, who was the brains of the operation. And then... Augie, who... should have been the kid... And now I, I can't even think of Pretty Boy's name, so I'm just gonna call him Pretty Boy. Um, yeah, so and he, was, he was the quote he hero should have been guy. running their paint business, but Ozzy was the business manager. Like, who turns this over to a little kid? Uh, unless the kid was like an idiot savant or one of those genius kids that come yeah. to high school and they're like ten. Well, he I'm must sorry, be uh, because he knows how to college quote-unquote, fix a distributor cap, which, listeners, if you're under the age of, like, 30, it's what used to be on cars. It, uh... Yeah, it's, it's, it is rather interesting how they, they try to set up that, the, the, the group I want to go on record as saying he oh, didn't fix dynamic. that damn thing. He, he just poked the wires a couple times. I said twisted a couple times yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you mean, your cap, at least like, make it look good. Cool spark plug wires and you have to screw down. Like, I owned that exact same truck. Yeah. That, that, that was my very first car. <laughs> 1974 F100. Oh, really? That thing was a tank. Did you uh, start your own painting business with it? No. And it was also never flipped by a little <laughs> go-kart either. So. <laughs> well, it's a, it was a magical go-kart. It had to have been. Because, yeah, that, that was another thing that kind of threw me in the movie, because knowing how heavy that truck was, there's no way that go-kart had enough speed to flip that truck. Well, I, I think it's definitely where you have to, like, suspend your suspend your belief or whatever, because, I mean, if you think about it, the Leprechaun character is, like, a Bugs Bunny character. Um, oh, very much. You know, I, every time you kill somebody, he has a one-liner, and the one-liners aren't all that great. Let me shine your shoes! <laughs> yeah, and what what was up with the whole I have to shine shoes 
nowhere in any of the mythology of leprechauns have I ever heard of them, you know, being cobblers. All I can figure is because maybe he was a cobbler by trade. Could be. Yeah, you know, uh, cobblers are actually closer to, uh, you know, we gnomes are closer to looking at people's clogs and stuff because, you know, leprechauns, why? No, he's a leprechaun, not a cobbler. You know, best thing about cobblers, though, the beaches. Haha, ha. you leave the puns to me. Oh, you don't like puns, You huh? leave the puns to me. Oh, I... My show, I do the puns. Uh, no, I think it was actually, I was going to say it was terrible, but it was kind of funny when he got all excited about the box of Lucky Charms. <laughs> Honestly, I wanted him to do a uh, magically delicious line. Yeah. And it was like a missed I'm sure opportunity. <laughs> I'm sure they probably had it in there, but it was probably like a copyright line. They're like, ah, we can't do that. Well, they could have, you know, found a way around, you know, and done something similar and gotten the same impact. Like, or when he killed somebody, you know, it, it was frightfully delicious. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, he, he is... He was very much a cartoon character. Yes. Yeah, he was. But, you know, this was a documentary. Um, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, leprechauns, they, they use uh, they use all kinds of magical talents and skills, and they'll, they'll do all kinds of stuff. Um, they are kind of like the Bugs Bunny of the magical universe. I mean, look at me. I, all I can do is just turn into stone for a couple of hours when no one's looking at me. You know, because once you blink, I can move. Wait a minute. I might be encroaching on somebody's uh, copyright there. Uh, please tell me you don't hear this in England. No, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any British uh, listeners. All right, cool. I don't want to see my keep him off. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry. I mean, if he's one of my listeners, we're, I, I, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it it, uh, it was interesting that um, you know. It, it seemed like the leprechaun was something that uh, kind of fell under that, um, like, Pumpkinhead kind of series of movies. You know, uh, mythical, magical, paranormal kind of horror versus your Jason and Freddy or Michael Myers. Well, and if you look back on movies today, well, from today to then, it's, that's how, uh, like, when you see the tagline, horror comedy. That's how horror comedy should be done. Uh, Leprechaun had horror comedy down pat. That is true, yeah. It was... You know, it had just the right amount of horror to make it a good horror movie before its time, and it's definitely a decent uh, intro-horror movie to a younger generation. Because it's not too gory, it's not... It definitely doesn't take itself too serious. Yeah. You know, they knew what they had. And, you know, not to talk about too much about the other movies in the, in the series, but it seemed like after each um, each movie, things got ramped up a little more. Um, so that by the time you get to Leprechaun 4 in space, which is probably the cheesiest Leprechaun movie, you had um, a lot more getting up than you had plot. Well, uh, yeah. And I, it, it's funny because they don't really go off of what they set up at the end of the previous movie. Like at the end, at the end of one, it's, I curse, you know, it's paraphrasing because I can't remember the uh, actual lines, but it's like, I curse as well until 
you know, I get basically until I get what's mine back. And the second movie, he's looking for a bride, which is it's like, hold on, yeah. that has nothing to do with. Which kind of proves my theory that each movie is a different leprechaun; they just all look the same. Yeah, it all, it has to be. Yeah, you know, they do all kind of look the same. I mean, uh, they look like Lucky Charms and uh, you know Warwick Davis. They're short. They have little beards and wear green. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, is it politically correct to say that they all look the same? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. Um, yeah, they all do. No. Uh, or is it just because of your hatred of leprechauns that you think they look the same, Jerry? <laughs> do we need to have a leprechaun intervention? No, no. Because I don't want any leprechauns showing up in my place. Cut my eye and you know me. <laughs> the way to, quote-unquote, kill the leprechaun, you have to find... A freshly plucked four-leaf clover. Yeah, that seemed a bit, um, a bit difficult for me to swallow. Not as hard as it was for him to swallow. And if O'Grady knew this, why didn't he do this at the beginning of the movie? Uh, Instead of just trapping him in the grate? The leprechaun got one over on him and he couldn't quite do it? I don't know. It's, yeah. Then you wouldn't have a movie. Plot convenience. You know, I mean, I, I, it, that's the only thing I can figure, because, yeah, as he's explaining to Aniston's character how to kill a leprechaun, it's like, wait a minute. You had the four-leaf clover. You had the leprechaun. Yeah, why didn't you do it then? You could have survived your stroke. Well, I mean, avoided your stroke. Say your wife slipped on a wet floor or something. Taking your gold and Moved on. You know, speaking of... <laughs> now you're hanging from an elevator dying. That was such a bad death scene, too. Um, but, you know, speaking of speaking of O'Grady, is it just mirrored? It seemed like his his Irish brug was a little too forced. Uh, and his oh, wife, yeah. I mean, it was like, listening to it, it was like she was trying to sound like an Irish person, but it just didn't didn't fit right. Yeah, which I don't understand. It's like, they, they didn't have to be Irish. Okay, his mother was Irish. They're, by the looks of it, they were young enough, they could have been raised in America. Yeah. Instead they... You know, I mean... Instead they went with the trope of they just came off the boat. Um, they came off the boat with a fresh bag of potatoes. <laughs> and a bottle, of, a bottle of Jameson. Oh yeah, that was the first one. It's, what's he drinking? Oh, he's drinking Jameson. <laughs> gotta be Jameson. It's like, oh, Jesus. It's that kind of movie. Okay, here we go. Yeah. yeah and, but I gotta say, I love Warwick as the leprechaun. He, the life he brings to the character is phenomenal. Yeah, he does, he does embrace the, um, the character's, uh, cappiness, that's for sure. Uh, so he definitely, definitely embraces yeah, the crazy. Yeah. Definitely, you know, he's, he's a good actor to portray it. Yeah, and yeah, not just because he's short, but because he has that charisma and it I honestly especially with the time frames I don't think I don't know too many other uh, short actors that could have pulled it off the way he did true I mean yeah they, I mean this guy's been acting since he was like I think 12 yeah so yeah I mean he's he's, he's great as, as, as Leprechaun as Willow as Wicked Willow <laughs> I think one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when the cop 
pulls him over after he kills the shop owner. It's like, the cop's all serious, too. Like, he's pulling over somebody who's speeding. Yeah. And and the cop immediately thinks it's the kid. Yeah. And it's like, do, do they not have short people in North Dakota? <laughs> it's like, oh, you're a leprechaun now, huh? And then he proceeds to murder the cop in quite glorious fashion with games and fun and festivities. Yeah, yeah, it was, there was never a boring kill. I, I can definitely say that. I mean, I mean, even when he killed O'Grady's wife, it, it was a quick kill, but what he did with her afterwards was fun. Just using her to call in Mr. O'Grady to, you know, it was just like, oh, you're a sociopath. Okay. And you're nuts. Yeah, there, there were some, uh, some interesting, interesting kills in there, especially, um, and, and you know, I was when I watched it when I was younger. I always thought that uh, uh, what's what's the guy's name? The the one that's kind of mentally mentally retarded. Um, Augie. Augie. Yeah, I honestly thought he died in the movie because my memory kind of cheats. And I thought he got like cut up seriously with a butt belt buckle or the shoe buckle yeah, or whatever. Yeah, until but, I rewatched it a couple years ago, I could have sworn he died too. I, I didn't think yeah, he made so, it through the uh, slashing. Yeah. So watching it again, I was like, oh yeah, he did live. Huh. Interesting, but yeah, it was uh, it was some rather entertaining uh, encounters with the leprechaun. There's there's traps. There's you know, I mean, he, he he's a very ingenious little uh, sob. Yeah. Well, if you guys don't mind, I want to talk about the important death in the movie. So um, that, of course, is at the end. So spoiler alerts for anyone who didn't, you know hear this before or watch it. But um, is it just me or did they kind of like? Uh, from um, another game's flip called Gremlins. When, uh, you know, the leprechaun popped up out of the well and he was kind of all skin bones. Kind of looked a little bit like a gremlin. Oh, he, he looked like a something. He looked like a cross between a gremlin <laughs> and a uh, Terminator. You know, I, I kind of I noticed that, you know, his, I don't know if they were trying to, like, steal his, uh, the way it's made his hair or his, his ears, but it looked like somebody took the, um, the, the, the old, uh, the gremlin model when he was, you know, in the gremlins when he's like in the water and he's bubbling and everything and then they show the light and it all kind of melts away. I'm like, man, that looks very much like the gremlin. And then, of course, they blow up the damn well. Which I don't understand why it blew up and didn't just catch on fire. And how does water burn? I mean, I, I realize he poured down like maybe a half a can of gasoline and like lit it on fire, but yeah, it should have just burned. Yeah. It should have just burned on top and, like, yeah. trapped him there for a while. Ah, <laughs> uh, semantics of Hollywood. Yeah. Semantics of 90s Hollywood. I, I think it was funny that his death, he got Dennis the Menace. All these cool deaths, and he gets taken out by a slingshot. <laughs> well, it was a slingshot taking a four leaf clover in his mouth. It's the best way to kill a leprechaun. Except for maybe blowing him up or, you know, shooting him in space. Or, um, uh, running over with one more. That's a load to the face I'll never forget. But yeah, it's, it's like, I mean, he's, you know, he, he took a shotgun blast. He, you know, he, he took all this abuse. And it's, hey, what? <laughs> I'm melting, melting. Ah! 
again, it's 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 that Bugs Bunny logic. You know, I was just waiting for him to like walk off a cliff and not look down. I just wanted me go. <laughs> you know, I remember I hadn't seen him. You know, I saw the movie like uh, last weekend. Um, but did Augie ever get his coin out of his belly? Or? Not on screen, no. Okay, I'm sure that next time I went to the bathroom, he used his 40, 40 pounds of uh, toilet paper that he probably has now to uh, get it. See what I did there? So I know he's probably waiting on it. I got a gold coin. I got a gold coin. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. I can fix my face. Because, I mean, he got slashed up pretty good in the face with that uh, yeah. bell buckle. Ear, ear almost chewed off, slashed across the face. He earned that gold coin. And he gets, of course, the best closing line. I, I was smart. Hey, what's that? Hey, Ozzy, what's that? Looks down. Gotcha. <laughs> it's the first time I ever gotcha. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, it, it's one of those movies that it's it's fun to go back and watch. You know, regardless of how campy and cheesy it is, you're going to go back. You're, go, you're going to watch it again and again. Yeah. And, and you know because it is a piece of our, you know, it's definitely a piece of our childhood, and it, it it holds a very nostalgic place in the confines of, especially if you like horror movies, you know, with growing up a horror fan. Yes, and you know, for anyone who's a, you know, a fan of actors in their early careers, it is neat to go back and watch some wooden acting by uh, a now famous actress. If you take a look at the research that you know. About this time this movie came out, um, Jennifer Aniston was doing a lot of a lot of bad sitcom shows that never really got picked up after the first season or even after the pilot. And oh, she was so stiff. Yeah, and it wasn't. It didn't seem like to later on to like. Uh, did, did you? There was a, a sketch comedy show called The Edge. Um, it was on Fox. It was before Mad TV. I think it was around the same time as In Living Color. They were trying to compete with Saturday Night Live, but Jennifer Aniston had um, had uh, was part of the ensemble cast on there. So it was uh, Tom Kenny and uh, Wayne Knight, um, and it was it was kind of funny because after Leprechaun, she seemed to be doing a lot more of these TV shows. So I think this is kind of like one of those things kind of like launched that career, and um, The Edge was kind of like where she. Have more of a chance to to expand out of that wooden acting style. Well, I mean, I think one of her best delivered sets of lines was when the leprechaun was caressing her leg, <laughs> and uh, oh, Nate, the guy's name is Nate. Crazy! It took me talking about caressing her leg to remember his name. Oh, because <laughs> um, yeah, she's like Nate, Nate. You know, and then she sees him uh, over there at the house and. So, what the hell? <laughs> you know, and then she gets scratched and freaks out. And so Nate and her dad come running over and is somebody was caressing my leg. And he goes, what? She goes, I thought it was you. And you let me? <laughs> you know? You know, and then that just never got picked back up again. But that's probably like her best set of delivered lines in the movie. Because then, you know, because then her dad's like, well, maybe it was an animal. No, I know what it's like when when a man's caressing my leg. Yeah, it's something... It's like, hello. <laughs> it's something you don't say to your dad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you like your dad. <laughs> I know what it's like when a man's caressing my leg. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you do that a lot. 
But do I caress another man's leg? I might, Jerry. I might. Do you? What do you do in your spare time? Well, I only come to people's knees, so that's all I see is people's legs. So you're you're a caresser of knees. Uh, you know, I'm going to have a part-time job sometime. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's not go there, Jerry. Okay, all right, so, um... <laughs> yeah, great All right, Jerry, since you're convinced it's a documentary, how true to life was it? Uh, pretty true. Um, like I said, uh, you know, you never really can trust a leprechaun. Uh, he, uh, he's definitely conniving. He's always wanting his gold. Um, I can't guarantee that the four-leaf clover thing will kill him. Um, like most magical creatures, usually iron, gold, iron, will uh, stop a magical... Um, I can go into this whole magical theory about iron and salt and everything. No, no. Fully clovers aren't going to work. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they do tend to curse a lot. Uh, not an actual curse, curse, not, you know, oh, you know, F you kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty close to everything I've seen. I mean, I realize that this drama, this documentary could be a dramatization as well. But, you know, that's what I, uh, understand that this was, you know, Documented by Mark Jones. Who? Yeah, yeah, Mark Jones. So are you saying that the Leprechaun series could be a found footage series of a Leprechaun? You mean there's more than just two Leprechaun movies? Look, I know that the documentary Leprechaun and the documentary Leprechaun in Space are all true events. Fortunately, yes. There's a lot of Leprechaun movies out there, Jerry. You should expand your mind. Maybe, maybe someday. Meanwhile, I'm going to go hang out in the hood. Oh, you don't want to head to the hood. Uh, there's a leprechaun there, too. Yeah, Jerry. What? Oh, man. Next thing you're going to tell me is hangs out with Ice Cube. Or what's that, Ice Tea? I don't know, Matt. Should we tell him? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like Ice Tea, especially, you know, with, uh, with some lemonade. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. I'm showing my um, age. Leprechaun likes the hood so much, he goes back to the hood. <laughs> Did you have a uh, favorite kill? All the kill count. I mean, his dad didn't die. You think that's just a, a hospital? Um, cop. O'Grady's wife. O'Grady later on. Uh, I'm gonna probably have to say the cop, just because it was so so cheesy and, and pretty much you know kind of tropey. I, I think for me it was the shop owner. Yeah, I mean the shop owner was the one that really got it viciously because I mean you know he only had the gold coin for maybe like what ten minutes. And then got run over. Well, the leprechaun really got the jump on him with that pogo stick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That sums it up for uh, about what this movie was. I mean, it was short, sweet, to the point. It's a nice, fun, campy movie. Like I said, it's definitely one that you'll go back to and watch again and again. De- you'll you definitely space them out. But y- you will watch them over and over again. No. For me, I think I'd end up watching maybe five or six years down the road. I got nothing better to watch late night. Yeah. But it's one you'll definitely turn on again. You know, it's yeah. not like it's, you turn it on and you're like, God, I hate this movie so much. It's so bad. Next. You know, it's, oh, okay. This movie's campy, but I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I'll watch it, you know. And it's definitely one to watch around St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and drink a lot and just marathon the first three leprechauns. Don't don't go to four. The more you drink, the better it turns out. Yeah. 
In fact, you could probably make a drinking game out of it. Actually, I found this out a few years ago. The more you drink, the less he seems like a bad guy. <laughs> he just wants back his property. That's true. I mean, think about it. Which could take a whole other spin. I mean, he, he, the movie starts out, the gold was stolen from him. All he wants is his gold back. You give the guy back his gold, nobody dies, nobody gets maimed. You know, it, it's that simple. You know, Augie wouldn't have been uh, maimed if weren't for the fact that he had accidentally swallowed a gold coin. So, uh, shop owner would still be alive. Yeah. And he wouldn't have gotten one from the kid. So, at the end of the day, he just wanted his stuff back. So, aside from being a murderer, is he really a bad guy? Or did he just go to an extreme to get his stuff to get back what is rightfully his? <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it. Personally, yeah, I think he just, uh, he's just a jerk. You know, why didn't he just call the cops? Or, you know, the man who believes no, he's going to be the law of his own hand. He's going to be looking Oh, yes, I, I would love to see how that <laughs> phone call went, Jerry. Hello? Yes, I'm the leprechaun, and they stole me gold. Can you please go retrieve me gold? Yeah, that'd go over great. Yeah, that'd get chalked up to a crank call. Um, so on that note, before I make a bigger fool of myself, Matt, why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you and Jerry? <laughs> and any upcoming uh, um, episodes well, or anything like that you got coming out? Well, um, coming out is, coming up is uh, April first, which is a day of uh, full tomfoolery, and um, it also falls on a wacky Wednesday. It's so, so wacky. if you want to uh, hear, <laughs> if you want to hear some uh, some wacky reversal of a concept that we have, check out the Sissy's uh, Reboot Podcast at emcpod.net slash. 60s reboot. Um, typically, we will take a 60s TV show and cast it with today's actors and actresses, as well as review some of the classic te- television shows, and then uh, kind of give a little bit of a spin for for modern day audience. So basically, what Hollywood's doing right now with you know, like Bang <laughs> B.I. and you know, TV keeps coming out or uh, movies keep coming out with different Adams families. Um, so we kind of do it in our own little takes. And then, um, but this, uh, this April 1st, we got something new, something different planned. Um, where we're going to take a look at a, a show that, uh, was really popular in the 90s that had some rather beautiful actresses in it. But, uh, I'm going to save that for the show. Um, and then if you want to listen to, um, me talk comics, I have my Comics by Kids podcast over, again, over at the ENC podcast, uh, or the ENC, um, podcast network. Um, which is comics with my kids, uh, and we just I just dropped an episode last week where um, I had gone down to San Antonio with my family and we hung out. We had a small family reunion, and I talked to um, my son and my nephew about the Dogman comic book series. So um, if you're uh, if you're a parent who likes comic books and you want to introduce comic books to uh, your kids, stop on by to the Comics with Your Kids podcast over at the EMC Network. Nice, Jerry. You got anything coming up? Well, no, I'm still working on it, but I got my um, my uh, Leprechaun War Journal. Um, it'll be coming out hopefully in 2020, uh, sometime in the next six to ten months. Uh, my producer's a little slow on producing stuff. Well, if not, it'll be coming out in 2021. <laughs> That's true. Um, or 2022. 
35, 0.35. It'll have a lot of commercials like, um, no, for stuff. And it's basically about war, man. Nasty thing, fighting leprechauns. Cause you know, when you, when you're down in the trenches and you got dragons flying over you and, and dark unicorns with leprechauns riding on their backs. Oh man, the horror. The horror. It's okay, Jerry. Calm down. Take a deep breath. You can do it. You can deal with it. It shell shock mm-hmm. is terrible. I didn't mean to trigger uh, flashbacks there, but I'm all right. It'll be fine. Uh, I, 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 it, it's, it's over. War is over. War is over. There are, the leprechauns have made peace. War is over. All right, Jerry. Why don't you, uh, why don't you take a breath? <laughs> you can find them and me over at electronicmediacollective.com along with other great podcasts. You can also find me on Facebook at Moose's Marvelous Wood Burnings and more, as well as if you have any comments or suggestions for things you would like to see covered or interviews you'd like to hear on the show, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter at the new home for all of my podcasts, Moose Media Inc. at Moose Media Inc. on Twitter. Now, Matt, before you go, I had an idea while you were talking about the stuff you do. The next time I have you on, I would like to do a combo episode. I'd like to take your format, the 60s reboot format, and let's do the original Dark Shadows. In our next episode, we, we mentioned Dark Shadows. Um, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but there was a <laughs> there was a uh, major TV series back in the 90s done with um, a certain um, female lead that hunted vampires. And so, in our pre-boot, reboot, topsy-turvy episode, we do mention Dark Shadows. And if the timing is right, that episode might come, the the Dark Shadows episode might come sooner rather than later, because, (laughs) listeners, what I'm going to do is, since everybody is on lockdown at the moment... Instead of having one episode a month for the next couple months, I'm going to try to put out a few more episodes over the course of the next few weeks. And just just to give you guys something to listen to, something to do while you're sitting at home, twiddling, twiddling your thumbs, waiting to for lives to return to normal. So, a couple weeks I'll have uh, probably a reoccurring guest host back on. I'll have... Uh, Billy Peck back from my very first episode. We're going to talk about some movies. Cool. That's what we have going on over here at uh, Monster Mesh. Um, Matt and Jerry, I want to thank you guys for being on uh, this Leprechaun episode with me. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. And until next time, Horror Hounds, mash on. Go with that one. So, until next time, listeners, mash on.